Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we rewatch old movies and see if they're rewatchable. <laughs> Sometimes we script that better. <laughs> I'm Robert Larone. With me, as always, is Blaine Waters. And Jam's not here. He's taking a few weeks off. Yeah. He's going through some family expanding right now. So <laughs> yeah. we're giving him his space to do that. He'll be back real soon. Mm-hmm. Until then, we're going to have some great guests joining us to sort of round out the discussion. And today we have a great guest, Sam Kemp Jackson from Hi. the Parenting Then and Now podcast. Hello. That's Always a lot of parenting. Me. Yeah, like, well, JM needs needs some help now. He has a second kid. That's you know, right. We're help. going to be soliciting advice for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you have time to do podcasts? I don't. Oh, I'm okay. ignoring my children right now. Oh, uh, okay. They're not in the car, are they? <laughs> uh, the window rolled half down. <laughs> so before we start, we should thank our sponsor, HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. And we also want to thank our Patreons. Those are the folks who donate a little bit of money every month. It can be $1, $3, $5. And in exchange, we get them the podcast early. And sometimes there's some great bonus content. Mm-hmm. And you get the satisfaction of helping us continue to do our thing. Yay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> now today... We're going to talk about a huge movie, a big movie, also probably like one of the oldest movies we've talked about, The Sound of Mu- Music. I, th- I think you got it. It's a long title. but I, think, I, I think almost misspoke it. it because, see, Christopher Plummer, one of the stars of this movie, he famously sort of refers to it as The Sound of Mucus. <laughs> and, oh, come on. Oh, uh, no. This, no. Is, this is the ruining it for you Don't that uh, we mentioned. <laughs> So I almost accidentally said that. But it's a huge movie, and I know a lot of people really love it, including you, Sam. It was your suggestion. I love this movie. I love Mm. it so much. So why don't you tell us, first of all, I will start with you, when the first time you saw The Sound of Music was. Well, 
I have to be honest with you. I can't remember the first time I saw The Sound of Music because it's kind of always been in my right. mental kind of... That's nice. You know, it's kind of yeah. always yeah. been there. I was probably, I don't know, five or six years old. I have seen it many, 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 many times. So suffice it to say that it was a favorite of mine as a child growing up, as a teenager, as an adult, and as an old person now. I love the movie. I love it so much. You can't ruin it for me, regardless of what you tell me. Oh, amazing! Okay, good challenge. I'm challenging you right now to ruin it. (laughs) All right. Okay. Rob's up for the challenge. Do what I can. Um, But you, you also have kids. Yes, I do. How many kids do you have? I have four. You have four kids. That's amazing. How? What are they? What's what's the age range? Parenting then and now. Oh, okay. The youngest two are eight years old. They're identical twins. The oldest is 32. Wow. She's not a kid. Yeah. And And the one in the middle is a minor niner. She's 14. Oh wow! That's a good okay. spread. Parenting then and now. It's it's kind of like the rewatchability of parenting. Kind of, you know, you do yes. it then and now you do it. And I've watched yeah. the sound of music with all of my children. And do any of okay. them like really love the sound of music as well? They all love it. They don't understand the dark, overbearing <laughs> subtext wow. of yeah. the annexation of Austria. I don't think that I got that. Either. <laughs> However, I didn't either when I was a child. No. I didn't understand why these Nazis kept chasing after the lovely captain. Right. You're just but like, I think we're going to talk about Georg. that. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Georg. Yeah, Georg looked good in his suit. And yeah. uh, that was about it. I didn't know anything else beyond that. Right. What mm. about you, Blaine? I know this is a special movie for you. It's a very special. No, it's not like the most special. I, I definitely watched this movie when I was a kid. And I remember it being put on a lot at daycare. And in grade one and in grade two, I went to like a bad public school when I was a kid. They just put movies on. And so that was uh, most of the Ontario curriculum. Yeah, exactly. Watch Sound of Music. But that was our World War II history. And uh, and we learned it well. No, I so I watched it then. I didn't I didn't understand it in like daycare when I watched it. But I remember watching in grade one. One of the classmates was like, who who are the Nazis? Like, who are these guys? And the teacher being like, we don't discuss that. Like, we're not going to okay, talk about that. That's a big part of that movie, it's actually. A, it's a big part. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but I just, thinking back to it, I was like, why would you even chance it? Like, why would you show kids this movie <laughs> yeah. and then not want to talk about that? I knew they were bad guys. It, when yeah. I was really small, I knew that, okay, these guys are bad. Yeah. They're bad and they're being mean to the captain. Yeah. Well, they're chasing they're the captain. They're meaning Bobinis for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because even the kids in the movie don't really understand Nazis yet. Uh, no, it's true. And like the way that they talk about. I mean, like, I feel like if we weren't talking about this movie at this particular moment, the Nazi part wouldn't be so glaring. <laughs> right, yeah. But what forever are you trying to say about that? <laughs> what are but, you alluding to? But I mean, like in the movie, it's, it's almost like. It's like a menace on the horizon. Like yeah. we hear about these people who think that Austrians should be Germans or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's it's very much like a, a tension sort of building thing. And when it comes in at the end, honestly, you could cut off the last twenty of minutes of this movie, the part with the Nazis, and I don't think anybody would notice. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah well. it's it. I don't they just know. live happily forever. In I don't know. Austria. I just, you know what? I'm going to beg to differ a little yeah? bit because yeah. I think that there is always this kind of looming threat that is. Inherent in the movie right from the outset. And even as a child, I did realize that there was something sure. about these people, even if I, even if I didn't know what Nazis were, they were this looming subtext to the right. movie. And even at the end when they're running away and Rolf and all this kind of stuff. Sorry, I hope Fucking there's no Rolf. Rolf. No. I, I, oh stop God. it, Rolf. Rolf anyway. is the worst. Rolf well, is the worst. Well, we'll, shame. we'll talk. We're going to have to get into all of that. He was 17 going on 18. Too, he should have like known. That. He said he was going to take care of her. Anyway. <laughs> When did you first see it, Rob? 
Well, so I I've seen parts <laughs> of it. I don't think I've ever actually seen the whole The Sound of Music because it's like three hours long. You have to watch the whole thing. Well, I did yeah. this time. Yeah. So you've mainly seen the intermission before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I've definitely seen like big parts of it and also the songs I think are so familiar and like mm-hmm. we're sort of like woven into our sort of musical education so like doe a deer female deer I didn't know that was a sound of music song <laughs> right. I thought that's just how they taught singing <laughs> and the right, lonely goat herd nice. the lonely goat oh, herd that's one of my favorite the yeah. lonely goat herd classic Bob Dylan <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, all these songs, yeah. like, even if you don't see them in the context of the movie, they're, Edelweiss. like, part of your consciousness. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. My Favorite Things is one of my favorite things. The Hills oh, Are wow. Alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The I probably sang that song, like, a million times, even though I've never seen this movie, just because it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's funny. And, like, the iconic <laughs> moment, the beginning of the movie, where Julie Andrews is, like, you Spinning know, running around. through that field. Yeah. yeah, and she does that spin at the perfect moment. Yeah. Well, it's that's, like, like, a meme now, right? It with, is. With Look at all the fucks I give. Yeah, and, like she right. spins around and like, look at all these fucks. Yeah. Well, that's why part of the reason why we're talking about this movie, I think, is because there are a few memes that came from this. I think so. Don't yeah. forget about Christopher Plummer ripping up the Nazi flag. Oh yes, yeah. That one became go Captain pretty important. That one I see a lot on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It's funny yeah. though because in that scene, he's like he's picking up the flag and he's looking for the place where they've pre-torn it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like looking past the flag in the scene. It's really oh, funny. Oh, see, I, I interpret it as like he wanted to get it right down the swastika. <laughs> okay, that's, that's fair. You don't yeah, want to okay. tear around the white part. Right, like, oh, I, I fucked it up. Liesl, get me some scissors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but there is actually more to this movie than Nazis, believe it or not. <laughs> it is like a, a, it's, a, it's a romantic classic. Movie. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And I think for a lot of girls and young women, it's like a huge movie. So I think, I think me and Blaine... Like, I know I think I missed out on it a little bit. I know it's like they do like sing-along sound of music. Oh, I've and- been to them. Oh, really? Oh, oh really? I've been to a couple. <laughs> oh, oh it's great. a good oh, my time. <laughs> what I, have we I done? I told you I was hardcore. <laughs> I love this movie. You get to dress up. It's kind of like, did you, ever, did you ever go to the Rocky Horror Picture Oh, show? I've never been. No, I really oh, want to. Oh, okay. That was a good time, too. I've been to I the room know. one where they throw spoons yeah, and they stuff. Throw, yeah, you dress up and you throw and you sing and all the things. So they do that with the sound of music. Some people can dress up in lederhosen. Some people right. can dress up in big flouncy dresses. <laughs> Right. You can sing songs. It's great. But no one brings flags. No one does it. <laughs> I think you might be kicked out of the brain and not be flags. I came in the wrong costume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one dresses as Rolf. What are you doing? Rolf, come on. I know he's an underappreciated character. <laughs> yeah. But so... I'm going to run down The Sound of Music as briefly as I can because it's a three-hour right. movie. Luckily, a lot of it is singing like the same old songs. I think they do Edelweiss like eight times. So <laughs> we can just skip through yeah, that. Yeah, they do How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria twice. They, oh, yeah, yes, they, they go back to right. things a lot. Yeah, they reprise it, if you will, yeah. in the yes, musical reprise. Yeah, yeah. terminology. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's, it takes place in Austria. It's sort of just before World War II. I mean, they don't know it's going to happen, but it's coming <laughs> it's going to. <laughs> right. And it's about this nominee, a nun named Maria. And she loves, like, climbing hills and, like, <laughs> she singing. She likes to climb every mountain, actually. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? But that's a problem, yeah, apparently. It's, it's, the nuns aren't really into that. Like, this yeah. is at the nunnery, which she has gone forth to. They're having a lot of problems with this. And they're like, they sing a song. I think it's, 
what the fuck are we going to do about Maria? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the song. Except for the three and four-year-olds watching it, how do we solve a problem? Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our podcast is not for children. I forgot. Oh, no, really? Maybe you're a 32-year-old, perhaps. <laughs> it's okay. All of my other kids have heard me use blue language on many occasions because I'm yeah. not that great of a parent. But anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> no, you just make parenting choices. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. So she's uh, – they call her a uh, – uh, it starts with an F. Uh, Liberty Gibbet. <laughs> I feel like the nuns are, they want to say something else. But they decide, like, she's not disciplined enough to sort of, like, live the lifestyle of a nun. So they decide no. to, like, ship her off. She's to, having too much fun to be a nun. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they never no explain how she became a nun. And everything that I know from movies, she's either on the run from mobsters right. or on the run from mobsters in drag, like Eric Idle. Right. It's got to be mobsters. None hey, on the run. Maria meets Monty Python. That oh, would be a good yeah, movie. Good. Well, right? it, it's, it's explained a little bit because she says like she heard the nuns singing and that's why she wanted to join the nunnery oh, yeah, when she was a kid. Right. But then they're like, no singing. She's like, well, <laughs> what were you doing back then? It's false advertising. Nunnery then and now. You know? Hey, it's, it's, it changes. Podcast. It changes over time. <laughs> it's awful. But so, so they decide that she's going to be the governess for the Von Trapp family. So the Von Trapps are this family led by the Captain Von Trapp, who mm-hmm. was a, a Navy captain in the war. They don't mention it was the first war, <laughs> and they were the bad guys. Yeah, they don't mention that. It's true. But let's just gloss over that part. But he has seven children, and they have a real problem with their governesses. They sort of scare them away. <laughs> Luckily, Julie Andrews has previous experience dealing with children who are particular. Right. She well, was maybe Mary they're Poppins. scared away because their father blows a whistle to get their attention? Yeah, he's yeah. just letting off steam. It's fine. He's okay. a little he's, bit like... No. He's a bit military. Right? He yeah, exactly. He's, a he's military. running a kennel, not like yeah. a, not a house. It's pretty bad. It's like the Humane Society. But you know it's what? Awful. To be fair, he's got some like skills because each of these kids has like a different whistle. So, you know, that's like <laughs> well, a prelude right. to the musicality, I think. If it was just like... <laughs> then that would, that would be a lot worse. <laughs> Is that how you blow a whistle? Is that you just yell hoop into the... I don't have that's that amazing. skill. That's, that's great. I wasn't in the Austrian Navy. <laughs> yeah, but he calls the kids down. They all line up and they introduce themselves. Like, and military they're, they're style. And they're all dressed in suits and, and like oh, matching outfits, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's very intense. It's, it's if they get lost at Disneyland. I think that's why they dress like that. I think that's... Yeah. Meet by the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> and they like they like march them out too. It's very militaristic. And yeah. Maria's like she's like a warm-hearted person. We already she know is. that she isn't in, into this discipline thing. She's like she wants the kids to have fun and play. Well, she asks like where are their play clothes because they're in That's suits. Right. They're going That's to work right now. Sad. I know they don't have them. They don't have yeah, play clothes. Oh, see now. No, okay, I remember <laughs> that. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, she asks where their play clothes, yeah. and they don't. And that's what we call a foreshadowing to later on in the movie. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, that's okay. right. When she just okay. makes clothes that are drapes for them. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We're getting ahead of our... No, no that's, that's, okay. that's okay. I mean, yeah. that's the setup is so now she's there. And at first, like, the kids aren't really taking to her. They do things like put a frog in her pocket and put a As good old does. pine cone on the chair trick. Oh, yeah. Classic Canadian <laughs> I've trip. i for that hundreds of times. They do it in Austria, too. Seriously, <laughs> stop it. It's traumatizing. I'm sorry. I won't bring any more pine cones into the studio. But she... <laughs> 
covering them in peanut butter. But she eventually butter. like sort of wins them over because there's like this huge thunderstorm and these chicken shit kids all like <laughs> run in one by one. Yeah, but that's right after the oldest kid, 16 going on 17, has oh, this yeah, kind of right. like we're introduced oh, to yeah. Rolf, the love of her life. Who, you know, first love as a young girl, usually it, it's a, confusing. A piece of crap. You know, Rolf epitomizes the trope of girls liking bad boys. Yeah. Yeah. In a big way. But when we first meet him, he's not just bad. He's like the worst. He is the worst. But when we first meet him, he's not, he's just a a messenger. He he just delivers telegraphs and he's making excuses, right? At this point, he's not. But they're not not singing telegrams. I think that's an opportunity missed. I'm just going to say that right now in this musical. Yeah, that's true. With a voice like that. (laughs) But he does. uh, Hey, I'm Ralph. (laughs) It's Rolf. It's Rolf, sorry. It's Rolf. (laughs) (laughs) But they do have that. Big 16 and going on 17 number. And that's like yeah, yeah. a good, good number. And it's sort of like enchanting to see young love and they it's, do the gazebo dance. And it's <laughs> kind of a good number, but Ralph's a piece. I, he's just Ralph's like. Ralph's a Nazi. Yeah. I mean, dancing Nazi. <laughs> he's a dancing Nazi. Work. But he's also like, follow me. I know what to do. Because <laughs> not only am I a man, I'm like one year older than you. It's just like, it feels like <laughs> right. ageist and sexist. And that is yeah, it's very everything. condescending. Yeah, it's yeah. condescending. You can't start a relationship in a condescending way. And he says, you are. Are sixteen going on <laughs> yeah. seventeen, and then later on he says, oh, "I am seventeen going on 18. Yeah. Right? You're I'll only take a care year older. Like, who do you think it's you are? Probably even less than right. Yeah. yeah, rounding up. Yeah, he is rounding <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, they're probably the same age. Well, I mean, like he's not because what happens in the movie is, and I guess history is that <laughs> <laughs> Germany annexes Austria. Yeah. They're like, now you're Germany. And Rolf sort of like, he sets this up for us by being like, there's some people who think that Austrians should be Germans. But we don't know that he's a Nazi yet. But we can sort of tell that he's going to be like, he's, he's going that he's way. Going, he's going to be a Nazi the first there's opportunity. There's no room for, there's no gray area with Rolf. It's black or white, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can tell he's, he's kind of hardcore. Yeah. 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 I'm some like, of those dance moves, you know. <laughs> Is that a I goose step? What was that? <laughs> I thought it <laughs> Anyway. And then you just put your arm like this, Liesel. <laughs> <laughs> like, There's the horizon. Can you put your arm down? That'd be great. Well, the other th- Okay. I mean, like, let's, let's continue on Rolf because he's the sinister thread yeah, through We're this. on a Rolf, yeah. But, like... <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, Captain Von Trapp, after laying down all of his rules and everything and, like, don't have fun or anything like that, he goes off because he's got this barren that he's into. And, oh, yeah, yeah, the Baroness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. so he leaves <laughs> Maria alone with the kids, and meanwhile, they get in, like, a bunch of... Uh, they have fun, sorry. They have fun. Yeah. They climb some trees. They go on a boat. <laughs> yeah. it, she makes them the play clothes yeah. out of the drape. Yeah. It's, like, it's great. And mm-hmm. also sings them... They're going to Salzburg? Yeah. Yeah. Teaches oh, them some, nice. some songs and teaches them to yeah. sing. Yeah. And this is, will come in, spoiler well, from the it title. Taught, it taught you how to sing, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. You learned that Doe was a deer, a female deer. Yeah. Yeah. And Ray? Uh, a ghostbuster. Blind pianist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. But so, but when Captain Von Trapp comes back, Rolf rolls up to deliver a telegram and he like 
straight up Heil's Hitler him. Yeah, that was that was gross. That was yeah. uncomfortable. Uh, awkward, that Rolf. wasn't cool. Uh, awkward. Yeah. And no. like as a parent, what do you do when <laughs> your daughter's boyfriend comes home and is a Nazi? And a Nazi? <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, that wouldn't happen with me because I'm one of the uh, unchosen people. Yeah. Um, but theoretically, if that could happen to me and my daughter came home with with uh, kids, always make the worst choices. Like and the most opposite. Like they try to rebel the furthest from from yeah. from you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. I mean, I think if if you know your your daughter comes home with a guy who's dressed up in an SS outfit, I, I that would be think that extreme. might be a deal breaker well, actually, for me as a parent. Let's, let's make, the, let's <laughs> like make this I, more realistic though. If, if like a kid came home with like someone you really didn't like, do you, do yeah. you just like do you just kind of patiently sit back and be like, yeah, you have to learn your own lessons? You or? have to. You know what? Sometimes kids, especially when they're teens and they want to as the psychologists say, individuate themselves from you as a parent. They will go to the nth degree to not be, not bring home someone who is like their family, their family values, their mom, their dad, whatever. So sometimes you have to just bite your tongue and say, okay, yeah, he's nice. Right. Because if you say something, we're going to be the nicest we can. Right. Right. It's like if you you say to a kid, don't say the F word, they'll say, and they'll keep swearing. Right. Right. So you have to just, you know, reverse their own game. Exactly. So do you think that, like, Captain Von Trapp is a good parent for not, like, just beating the shit out of Rolf right there? Well, he's, uh, he's always been kind of mean to Rolf. That's the thing. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, I don't think he really liked Rolf him. very much. Yeah, he, he knew that Rolf liked his daughter. I think that's what was happening. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, if he accepted Rolf into the family a little bit more, maybe Rolf wouldn't have been a, a Nazi. Nazi. He yeah. should, could well, have been like, yeah. Rolf, do you play tambourine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can come join the family band. Forget at, the SS. <laughs> at the very least, he might not have done what Rolf did in the very end, right? Yeah. Right. So, well, we'll get to that. We, yeah. There's a whole bunch of like... Other things that occur. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, romantic things. Things yeah. of the heart. Because, <laughs> I mean, the reason why this movie is beloved is not because of the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. It's because of the romance. <laughs> <laughs> because Maria, like, so Captain Von Trapp comes back. Oh, the, the, the it's a big moment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. with the Baroness, and Maria's having fun, yeah. and he's admonishing Maria for letting the kids have fun and, well, you know, dressing almost, them in drapes. Almost drowning them, too. Yeah, but yeah. he has seven kids. He can afford to lose a couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fair. No, that's fair. But <laughs> meanwhile, while he's doing that, the kids go inside and they sing the song that they've been preparing for the Baroness. Yeah, and he fires... What's her name? Yeah, he fires <laughs> the <main> her. <laughs> but then yeah. he's like drawn in by the music. Yeah. And like it sort of transforms him. He like he starts singing. Yeah, he does yes. like Edelweiss. That's so nice. I know. That Honestly, touched me. It, re- it touched yes. me too. I love it so much. It's it's a really great moment because he's so hard hearted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Even though she loves a Nazi. (laughs) Yeah, she loves the Nazi, but she loves her dad too, right? Loves her dad more. Yeah. Yeah. And and his his voice is so like high and tenuous and and really beautiful at that point. It wasn't really him though. Yeah. They they recorded his voice and then they dubbed over it. It was Rolf. It was Rolf. Stop. <laughs> no. oh, stop. This stop is how we it. ruined the movie stop for you, Stop trying right? to redeem Rolf. Rolf is not good. No, I'm not redeeming Rolf. Rolf, is not. Uh, Rolf was killed by Russians. <laughs> bears. Russian bears. Russian bears. <laughs> it just mauled to death. But uh, I, this was like, I think, 
I was cold to the movie sort of up until this point because, like, yeah, they like get to know the kids. There's not like a whole lot of conflict. They sing the songs over and over again. And don't get me wrong, the songs are good. I like Roger and Hammerstein. I'm so glad that Rogers didn't work that fuck hard. <laughs> <laughs> but that moment was just really powerful. I think that like well, you know, you Christopher s- Plummer's so like restrained and such like a dick throughout this whole movie. Yeah, I hated I hate his character. Also, <laughs> uh, I I didn't know it was Christopher Plummer for the entire movie. What? I, yeah, what? That's what? my bad. I was looking for Christopher you Plummer. You do- You're using him in Klingon what? makeup. Yeah, just in my head, I was like, this Klingon's gonna come on. But like, I, I just didn't under like I I didn't compute. I was just watching it, being like, I know he's in this movie. I thought it was Dick Van Dyke for some reason too. So like, that's Mary Poppins. I know, but so I, I was just like. I, I was very confused, and then the end when it was like Christopher Plummer, I was like, "Oh my!" Like it was just an ex- like a consciousness expanding moment. <laughs> but he, it was originally Kevin Spacey. Yeah, well, that's why you know. I think. Yeah. That's another show. <laughs> <laughs> but that moment, I, I really hated him, and I was like, "Ah, this character is so bad." But then when he started singing, and she kind of changed him and showed him the way, I was like, "This is I'm liking this more and more." Yeah. So I was I was with you on that. It's beautiful and powerful, and yeah. I feel like. It really illustrates something real, like music has that ability to soften our hearts. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also it's just like the whole reason for Von Trapp going with this Baroness is that his friend, Mustachio guy, he's <laughs> like... What's that guy's name again? I, uh, I can't he's remember. Like the fun he's like fun friend. Yeah, he's like... He's the fun friend. He's, he's like your theater friend. He's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but he wants them to get together because he can make money off their like relationship together. Kind of, He's like, you're rich and you're rich and you should oh, get right. together. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And I'm like, well, that's not a good reason. Come on. So right from the get-go, you kind of like hate her yeah. the baroness and then when he starts singing you're like oh no he's he hasn't fallen to the ba-. like i already was shipping people in this movie like as soon as <laughs> it came in it was uh yeah yeah i was surprised i, I really liked it at this point too yeah. yeah well so yeah anyway so that's like only the beginning well cause then what happens is they have this big Ball, old dance yeah. and uh maria dances with the captain and like they have like a little bit of a moment and then the baroness sort of tells maria like hey I know that he's in love with you, uh, and I know that you're in love with him, so that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, the Baroness was pretty shady there. Oh, I have to say, that yeah. was a real shady move she no, did. No, very For manipulative. Sure. I didn't like her at that point, but no. I did like her clothes. She had really rocky yeah, clothes. Yeah, pretty sweet. She's a yeah. Baroness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I saw the, yeah, when, this is like the 40s, like just thir- late 30s. This movie yeah. took place yeah. in. That's so all the dresses are amazing. I just went to the Dior exhibit at the ROM. Shut up. <laughs> and, um, and it was really, the dresses are so nice. And in this movie, I kind of saw some of that. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is yeah, kind of where the style is going. Think yeah. you have a career change? Yeah, well, I was, I was thinking of when I saw those dresses. They're awesome. <laughs> I was like, I could do that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, well, so the mustache guy, I'm just going to call him Luigi from now on. <laughs> no, don't call him We need Luigi. to Google him. What's his name? <laughs> yeah. He uh, hears the kids singing, and apparently, Maria's done such a great job at teaching these kids how to sing mm-hmm. that they're fucking amazing. And he wants to <laughs> put them in the Salzburg Festival to make yeah. a whole bunch of money. Yeah, he calls them partridges and puts them... Yeah, it's, it's great. It's nice. And it really came together that mom sang along. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's you awesome. showed remarkable restraint so far. <laughs> I'm trying not to sing. Okay? Uh, please. Trying. No, we can't sing. Can... We'll, we'll get into that. Well, because... We we've like skipped over like a whole bunch of songs and like oh, yeah. this is yeah, a like the lonely goat herd. This is a yeah. movie about a musical group like this because what happens is like this guy gets the idea that they should sing and then they eventually have to like sing to escape at yeah. the end and then the Von Trapps go on to become like a famous touring singing group. That's like the history of the Von Trapps, right? 
Wait, like in in reality? Yeah, like they're real people. Yeah, they're real like it's based people. off oh, the real movie? memoir. No, no, I've just Von watched Trapp. the movie. Jesus, oh, Blaine. Oh I didn't. Do- okay, wait, wait. You know the Nazis wait, were a real thing, right? You know there was a Not war who? between 1939 and 1940. No, there was just people traveling a lot in loud planes. You've seen Casablanca? <laughs> <laughs> so they were a real family. Yeah, that's right. It was. This was all based off the real memoir by Maria von Trapp, who. A lot of this actually happened too. We'll talk about some of the differences a little bit later. I can't wait. But yeah, they went on to become a touring family. I think there is still like an iteration of the Von Trapp family touring, like some of like the grandchildren or something. Because yeah, I've actually sure. like I've yeah. heard them. I've heard that too. Yeah. You've heard them? Yeah. What, still... do, they, do they sound all right? I mean, they sound like little German children singing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit scary, but kind of angelic. <laughs> so. <laughs> We'll get back to more of the music because I want to talk about all the songs mm-hmm. and get a chance to sing. Okay, good. After the break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're back with Rewatchability. We're talking about The Sound of Music with Sam Kemp Jackson of the Parenting Then and Now podcast. And you just brought up a great point. You, you want to talk more about the manipulation of the Baroness, which Baronesses are very adept at manipulating. That's yeah. their main skill. Yeah, yeah, you have to take a test Powdered to get a Baroness. And yeah, exactly. manipulating. Yeah. Yeah. But you thought it was particularly conniving. Yeah, it was It was shady. It was low. He, I can't remember exactly what she said to Maria, but she said something like, well, my dear, obviously the way he looks at you and you look at him and well, you must love each other. She basically just said, like, you guys are in love with each other. And then Maria's like... Head for the You're hills. Right, the Baroness. I must leave. I must well, leave right, right but now. Like, what, is what she time? wrong? What, she's, no, she's not no. wrong. I mean, like, like what period? Is she like? Is she making that up when she's like, "I saw you looking at him, and him looking at you, and you're obviously in love with each other"? Because they kind of do get together. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not wrong, and I think she's actually telling the truth. It's just like this shameful thing that she puts on Maria. Yeah, and like. It's weird that that she was like just a, be. I got to go back to Vienna or whatever. Yeah, but it's weird. There's a time and place where like you can just say like, "Hey, you're in love with someone." They're like, "Yeah, you're right. I have to leave." <laughs> like, yeah, that's, I know. That's it's really so weird. weird. To me. Yeah. But I guess it was her position. You're not allowed to be like yeah. uh, looking after the children I mean, if be, you're in love with the, their father. I don't know. Unless you marry them. Oh, yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, such yeah. a cliche, too. <laughs> because she takes off, and that's like the intermission. She like takes off to join, join the nunnery again, and they're like, well, we thought we solved the problem called Maria, and we didn't. Yeah. Uh, ah, shit, she's back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So... So then, There's probably a reprise in like a minor key there that they cut out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they have the reprise at the wedding. Uh, yeah, later that's on. right. But the, uh, the answer is to marry her off to some baron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the head nun says, you got to climb every mountain. Forge get, every screen. Yeah. Or ex- stream, screen. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, when it turns into a is horror like later. Is that a sex <laughs> euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> climb every mountain. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's oh, what Date every man. It's yeah. not, you know... <laughs> It's like experience life is what she's saying, right? Yeah, and it's a great, it's a great song. It's a great song. I mean, they're all great songs. Like my favorite things, which she sings to the kids to sort of calm them during the lightning storm. That's a fucking great song. That's a great song. <laughs> That's a good song. Oh, I mean, yeah. 
I've always loved that song, and yeah. like you know, again, I haven't seen this movie, but it has like such a great like I don't know. The music does something nice, and and, and she so- starts with talking. Yeah, well, yeah. It says raindrops on roses and whiskers <laughs> on kittens. <gasps> Why copper kettles and <laughs> just just goes into yeah. it. Right? Oh, see, I like yeah. how the music just starts out of nowhere. I thought yeah. she said whiskey and kitchens. That would be good too. <laughs> right. That's that more my style. Yeah, Halifax <laughs> kitchen party over here, uh, Kaylee. <laughs> yeah. So I love that song. The goat herd song is kind of dumb with like the puppet show, but oh, like, I like still that. a good song, That's right? That's a great song, and the puppets yeah. are cool. They're good at the puppets. The These kids are really good at everything they do. The, they rock. Yeah, yeah, they're very good. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's also <laughs> kind of fun to watch this movie and see where the songs come into the story because I knew all the songs and I've been listening to a lot of musicals lately. And so I – but only listening to them. So I haven't really seen a lot of musicals. So like listening to the soundtrack and then watching the movie and being like, oh, that she's doing my favorite things to like calm the kids down. Like that's kind of a nice way of doing it. Yeah. The Goat Herd song comes out of nowhere. The Goat Herd song is just <laughs> – A lot of the songs <laughs> – in this are sort of unlike most musicals sort of unconnected to the plot like she doesn't sing like oh will Georg love me (laughs) oh will the kids learn to like me (laughs) she just like what about these Nazis (laughs) getting a little nervous (laughs) (laughs) yeah they just sing about like Edelweiss and shit like that yeah I mean all great songs but like at first, they do seem like they sort of don't really connect. But when they sort of come back around, like when they sing Edelweiss at the end and then sort of like arouses all the non-Nazis in the audience in some big yeah. non-bad nationalistic fervor. It's kind of cool <laughs> because even the songs themselves have little story arcs. Like when you first hear Edelweiss, it's like, oh, this is a man talking about the death of his wife a little bit. Right. And then later on, he uses his own pain to talk to the people in the crowd with that same right. song, which is like it creates this arc for this song that makes this song so powerful yeah it's, it's, it's a really beautiful like storied way of doing it that's really good it sort of reminds me of the movie once where like all the songs like none of the right. songs are about the thing in the movie but they all like sort right. of evoke it in like a way and like yeah. uh, sort of like referencing it you know? yeah there's like a similar emotion or right how pop songs do to like every relationship kind of thing yeah but bit, like yeah. so many musicals now are the jukebox musicals either do that you know they just sort of plug them in there and nothing means anything or does anything right or the songs are they yeah. try to ham fist meaning into the songs yeah. stuff like that yeah. yeah this was like really I mean well I'd say that's why kind of the songs have survived so much outside the musical itself mm-hmm. is because they don't you don't need to know the story really to know the songs and to yeah. like get into the songs like you learning music through the through the do re mi song like that's <laughs> that's kind of that's cool that it can exist on its own though I think it's weird that she like pretends to have a speech impediment with that song Far a long, long way to run. Come on. <laughs> Maybe she's doing a faux English accent just to kind of yeah. Mess things up. Well, yeah. That's the other thing. No one has an Austrian accent in this entire so, movie. So your point is what? <laughs> like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do re mi. Yeah. Well, that was so, a really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just really quickly, like Maria goes back to the thing, and then she comes back, and then Captain Von Trapp realizes that. He loves her, and they get married. The Baroness disappears conveniently. And Mm -hmm. then they go on their honeymoon, and the Nazis come in. Yeah. They have to come back because Austria is annexed, and the kids are all (laughs) alone with the Nazis. (laughs) Yeah, that's – you know what? That's a bad day when your kids are alone with Nazis. (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) It's a bad day. They yeah. do not provide good child care. They don't provide good child your care. home and yeah. like, oh, I have to go. Yeah. Sorry, boss. <laughs> you got to go home. I found this part really harrowing, I think. Yeah. And I think we live in, like, crazy times right now. But can you imagine, like, 
just one day they're like putting up swastika flags on your house and you have to come and like rip them off? Well, yeah, it's it's hard because you, I feel like we can imagine that a little bit. Like yeah. it's 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 scary real a little bit right now. Like there's all those like posters going up on like U of T campus, like where podcast in Toronto and and. And so there's all these posters being like, are you like white and male and feel like ostracized? Well, you can join us. Like you're not wrong for being white and male. And it's like, that's like a sinister way of like, I don't know. Yeah. It, that stuff does happen still just in the yeah, background a little bit. More and more for sure. Yeah. Too, well, yeah. With Trump and stuff. For, yeah. And but, like, can you imagine like, okay, let's pretend that like <laughs> America and I'm not saying that it will, and I hope it doesn't. Let's yeah. say that it goes, you know, crazy, <laughs> becomes like a fascist state, right. and like annexes Ontario. Right. What do we do? Do we, we stay and fight, or do we like sing our way climb up. over we a mountain and sing? Song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We burst into song. <laughs> that was so angelic. Thank you. That was really nice. <laughs> Well, so this is where maybe I take a little bit of... <laughs> that was like Marilyn Monroe singing after a cold. <laughs> this is where I take maybe some so issue breathy. with this movie. Because Captain Georg, he's a Navy man. Presumably yeah. he knows how to fight. Yeah. He doesn't stay home and resist the Nazis. No. He, like, takes off. Granted, he has, like, seven children to take care of. But, like, Liesl's old enough to fight. He's also a Navy man and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going on 17. Um, but he's also old Navy- enough to join the Hitler youth. <laughs> <laughs> Rolf. God. Yeah, he's also a Navy man, and he's, like his house, his like, huge mansion, is on yeah. a lake. Maybe he could take off on a boat or something, but they climb mountains to get out. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we also didn't mention like the great part where they have to sing their way out because they're going to escape, but then the Nazis... They're on to them. They're on oh, to them, yeah. so they're following them. Tricky Nazis. Right? Yeah, although the, the Nazis <laughs> are on to them. The Nazis are on to them like half, like, and then the second half they're like, oh, that car started like, you, you said the car was dead, and he's like, but it started. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's, know, that's, me. that's after the concert. I lo- the, the concert's like such a great moment because he's like, he essentially like blocked the ways of the concert. He's like, yeah. "Whoa, we're not trying to escape. We have to go to this concert that we're always going to go to." Yeah, and like the that wasn't the better it. plan in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like all standing there to make sure that Captain Von Trapp knows the words. Yeah, because <laughs> they're not seeing every arch and like behind them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if he can't harmonize, they're ready to shoot him with like, a looter. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Show me what you got. And he's like, "Okay, well, yeah." Luckily he knows Edelweiss. Yeah. <laughs> Saved his life. Yeah, yeah. It rouses the crowd a little bit behind him. Yeah. And then they escape. And then, the, yeah. you know. They do their goodbye song. Yeah, don't they do? They reprieve the so long, farewell, yeah. of Vita saying goodnight. And then they all leave one by one. And then yeah. they're looking around and they come back for, I think, the prize, yeah. The, the applause and nobody yeah, comes Because they, they win first and then there's, yeah. they're not there. Although their their friend is helping them escape, the mustache yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the nameless mustache guy. And he says, you know, I'll help you escape everything set. But in order to buy them time, he calls them back out to the stage. Like, maybe just give someone else first prize so then the Nazis are, like, <laughs> glad-handing other people and they can have longer to escape. Uh, anyway, yeah. so they run to the nunnery. They they hide out in the graveyard in the nunnery. Yeah, that's right. And the nun- that's like, not that's foreshadowing. Oh, I know, right? It's like we're hiding in a graveyard. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> well, they don't die. Yeah, they don't. Well, right? that, then we reintroduce Rolf. Yeah. Rolf then reappears, yes. right? Yeah, that's right. And they're about to escape. They're and- almost yeah and we have this is like the big moment because it's like 
is Ralph a human being? Can like <laughs> can Ralph's love yeah. for Liesel, you know, this uh, is in every every like World War Two movie, every movie about Nazis. There's like one Nazi that's like, do they have a heart of gold? Is there a Nazi with a heart of gold in this movie? No, no, and there isn't. There's no Nazis no, with not. hearts of gold. He's like a no. total Nazi to Liesel when he sees her. Yeah. Ralph is not a very fine person. <laughs> Ralph, Nobody, so, I have to we're say, we're not defending Ralph. Ralph. We're, okay. we're anti Ralph on there. This. Are no fine yeah. people on? both sides no. <laughs> no 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 but that's kind of what's nice about this movie is that it yeah. kind of like gives you that like little hope that like oh maybe there is some humanity in this in this and it's like no these no, guys are not. assholes <laughs> they're nazis yeah. yeah they're nazis by definition they're not nice <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and that's what happens in like kind of the best movies about not and and one that uh, really parallels this Raiders movie the last arc yeah <laughs> yeah exactly this is shared universe <laughs> <laughs> The one that parallels this movie is Life is Beautiful. Because oh. it starts out yeah. with like this love romantic story, this love plot, and then you always kind of know the Nazis are in the background, but the Nazis don't really hit into the second half of the movie. And there's also like, is there a Nazi with a heart of gold that's going to help him escape? No. So, yeah, it kind of, I don't know, I see this movie a lot in, in Life is Beautiful, too. Yeah. Anyway. They uh, they escape. Yeah, and that's like <laughs> the sound of music. They, they, they all survive and they become like a famous like touring singing group that's yeah. how it happens and they go to America so okay there's a re- there's real life people called the Von Trapps yeah that's right and so this whole story it's completely true it's absolutely true it's true 100% no I can't be 100% is, is well, there differences there are some discrepancies okay. so like first of all like Talk about, like, the production history of this movie. This wasn't, like, the original sort of thing. First, Maria von Trapp sold the rights to her story to, like, a German film company who okay. made two German-language versions of this story. Yeah. An original and a sequel. So then this was actually based off this musical stage play based off the German movie version. Oh, weird. So Crazy. it's like I didn't know that? Yeah. So it's, like, a few wow. steps away. So, like, in, in Austria... And in other parts of Europe, they don't even know the sound of music. They only know the von Trapp family, German language. Das Boot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also believe the von Trapp children grew up to be Rammstein. <laughs> well, we're just growing up German things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, so this is like slightly fictionalized version. So first of all, like Maria was a nun. She was actually like an atheist growing up and you know she heard the music from the nunnery and sort of went in and sort of like found god through that and decided to stay there and she actually wanted to stay being a nun but she was sort of sent to take care of one of the kids i think like the oldest one the lethal character okay who had scarlet fever Oh. oh yeah! Oh, that would yeah. have been a downer. Shitty fever. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> which is what their mom died of too. She just oh, really like really? gone with the wind. Yeah, is that? Oh. And her mom, their mom's dad, their grandpa invented the torpedo. Oh, Das Boot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Bring it back. I went deep on this. Wow, yeah. Wow. I dived deep. How many leagues deep did you go? <laughs> That's crazy. 20,000? Yeah. But so, <laughs> so that part happened. So she w- taught like the one kid and she fell in love with the kids. So she really bonded with the children. Mm-hmm. And when Georg asked her to marry him, he sort of phrased it in a way that was like, this way you could always be with the children, which was the reason why she agreed because she didn't love Georg Okay, So they didn't all. do that little dance like in The Sound of Music? There was no dance. Aww. Aww. Yeah. It doesn't ruin Burst the movie, though. Bubble. 
The movie's still there. <laughs> the movie's still, still happens there. In the movie. Well, I think that she like <laughs> fell in love with him eventually. Yeah. I, I love that you were like in that way that you like justified in the past tense. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah, it was love. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny that you phrase it like he's like ah, oh, you can this way you can always be with the children. And that's why she married him. It feels like that would be the wrong reason to marry someone just to like be with their kids. Yeah, but yeah. I also think like it's like you know the world's a hard place. I was in Nazi Germany when Nazis. Yeah, well, and especially as a woman back then, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. I mean, this happened in in the real in the real timeline. It happened like long before World War II broke up that they sort of got married. Okay, so second thing is. They really did leave Austria because of the Nazis. He really did get a commission from the Nazis, you know, to captain yeah. a U-boat. And he was like, well, the Nazis are terrible, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't want to do that. So they did escape, but it wasn't a harrowing trek over the mountains while they sang. It wasn't a harrowing trek in the movie, by the way. No, because, I was going to say, yeah. like, at the end, I was going to say there's this whole redemptive quality at the end of the movie where you see them running away, they, they escape, and then the, the final scene, from what I recall, is that you see them coming up over the mountains. It's sunny. Yeah. It's yeah. like this redemptive they, kind of thing. It's like, have, wow! They have no... Like, they're not dirty. They're not dirty. They don't have no, like, backpacks with them. No they're just, backpacks. like, walking through the mountains with These, nothing and on the back. they're smiling yeah, exactly. amongst the Edelweiss. It's like, you guys are going to die. <laughs> These are the Austrian Alps. Like, these yeah. have killed countless of mountaineers. Right, yeah. There's probably like... what? <laughs> they Again, should... they should have lost three or four children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't think Kurt's going to make it. <laughs> yeah. So, what they did instead, just as harrowing, they took the train to Italy, still a shitty place. <laughs> well, in, yeah, at the time. At the time, yeah. You know, fascism. And right. then they took the train to England. Oh. oh, in real life, that's what they did? Yeah, but okay. they sang the whole way. <laughs> of course they did. They had to buy their way out of the train. <laughs> the other thing that the family didn't like about this movie when it came out is that the way that they portrayed Captain Von Trapp as like this sort of very stern disciplinarian was apparently not true. Apparently, oh. he was like a very loving sort of dad. Also, they didn't learn music from Maria. Like, she taught them some madrigals, apparently. But, like, they were always <laughs> had a music education. Their right. mother had taught them music. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Captain Von Trapp plays a mean guitar. Yeah. So, all that was... Knows that one song? Yeah. He knows that one song. He knows yeah. that and Time of Your Life by Green Day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's learning closing time just to be, like, the last act. <laughs> it's going to be good. But also, finally... I think the character of Maria is questionable because in this she's so sweet and bubbly and so much of that is from Julie Andrews. Yeah, but, a great like actor. Like she did a great job in this movie. Yeah, she's yeah. fantastic, yeah. wonderful singer, wonderful actress and like wonderful comedian. Like she had like a lot of like really good comic moments, I thought. Yeah, also like physical comedy. That's like, what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to delineate it. Physical comedy is comedy. <laughs> <laughs> But the real Maria Von Trapp... Can you Trapp, see my comedy right now? <laughs> the real Maria Von Trapp was apparently kind of high-strung, a little bit like... She had the whistle? Yeah, she was a little bit like <laughs> yelly at the children. Aw, oh, don't ruin it. No, I'm sorry. And also like when she went on like talk shows, like I heard about her on like the Dinah Shore show, she was apparently like a little bit like a- yeah. aggressive She's and like hard-edged. Yeah, that's right. And like... 
in a way, like this Maria is almost like a myth that she's built up around herself. And in fact, the Von Trapps are like a myth that she built around herself because so Captain Von Trapp died in like 1947. Oh, wow. So she was the head of this family and whipped them into shape as like a musical act. Yeah. So she kind of like uh, switched her personality with Captain Von Trapp's personality a little bit. Yeah. Well, this like movie it. did. Or this movie anyway. did. Anyway, like I'm not sure how much of that is was in her, her like memoir. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I said, a lot of this is Julie Andrews because she was just sort of like notoriously kind of a yeah. cheerful sort of bright sort of person. And she seems so sweet and kind. I yeah. Mean, she's, she seems like a motherly type of person. Now apparently right? like I already mentioned that Christopher Plummer did not love filming this movie. I think he was Why? supposed to, Well you know I think he was more doing he was used to doing more serious roles like I think he sort of turned down the Ipcris files for this or something like that and he's also kind of a bastard you know like <laughs> he kind of seems like a grumpy son of a bitch yeah. like and he's sort of softened with age I think and he's sort of like become embraced as this wonderful the older generation mm-hmm. you know actor and he's great I saw him in Barrymore uh, a few years ago at the Elgin he played John Barrymore another actor it was great but before he was kind of like yeah he was kind of like a son of a bitch he so like why did he take the film why did he take the role if he didn't want to be in it like well probably no money or something <laughs> i don't know you know or working with robert wise robert wise was a big director at the time he mm-hmm. took it anyway the point is he didn't like it he called it the sound of mucus and he didn't like <laughs> <laughs> or he also called it s&m that's his other that would be that would be a good thing right <laughs> <laughs> But apparently he didn't get along with Julie Andrews because she was like a Disney character, he said. She was like, (laughs) I love that he didn't get along with someone because they were too nice. They were were too bubbly and nice. And he was like, I hate her. I hate working with her. Yeah. She's too nice. But it probably lends to the like the character, like especially at the beginning where he's not a particularly nice guy. Yeah. You know, he probably just had to open his heart for the one scene where he sings Edelweiss and the one scene where he kisses her. And that's like, you know, the rest he could be a, an old bastard. Yeah. Yeah. He played it. He played it well, though, because he had a few moments where it was really hard and harsh. And then other moments where he'd like just leave a scene and kind of look back and smile like a little bit. You'd see a hint of him mm-hmm. changing. He he played his arc really well, I thought. But no one wants to think of Christopher Plummer as like a hard No, he's asshole. not. I, I think I'm, I'm going to stand up for Christopher Plummer. No. Yeah, because he's, he's a Canadian guy, yeah. right? Well, you know, let's he's not Canadian. give him carte blanche because he's Canadian. No, but you want to think like everyone thinks he's Canadians nice, is like nice polite. people. I yeah. think he's nice and polite, but I think he's now, like somebody right. who's lived, lived a life where he's had to learn to be like nice and polite and soft. I don't think he was always so nice. Like he was estranged from his daughter for a long time. Right. Amazing actress herself. I, I think they're good now though. Who's his daughter? Amanda Plummer. Oh, Amanda Plummer. Yeah. Yeah. Remember from Pulp Fiction, the yeah. opening scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She seems really nice. Okay, yeah, so what else? Scene. What else do we have to talk about with this movie? Okay, one thing they addition a number of kids for the kids for the yeah. Von Trapp children. One of and, them, and they selected all of them because there's so many kids <laughs> in this movie. Well, there are actually supposed to be ten children. Oh, wow. Really? But they, yeah. Can you what, imagine? What? He, she had ten children? Yeah. No wonder she died. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, as a mother. Can you no, imagine No, no, I can't. That's, no, no. That's, I know. No, that's painful. The kind of, like, real mom doesn't get any, like, glory for this movie whatsoever. Maria waltzes in, teaches <laughs> two songs, and all of a sudden she's a fucking saint? Yeah. Awful. Come uh, but, on. Anyway, one of the kids that they auditioned was a little boy named... Kurt Russell. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, Kurt Russell's dad was a big actor, too. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Who's his dad? Something Russell. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I, I just know him because he uh, there's a documentary on Netflix about him starting a baseball team oh. in Portland. Anyway, good dog. Wow. But he was a he was a an LA actor on some TV shows and stuff. So yeah. yeah. And the Von Trapp thing, they're still alive. They still they have like a an inn or a With restaurant. Yeah. They have like an inn or an, a restaurant in like Vermont or something. Oh you yeah. Go to like the Von Trapp family bed and breakfast or whatever. In Vermont. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. In the mountains there. Yeah. There's that's a theme right. there. They love yeah, exactly, They like mountains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mountains are. Kind of fucking awesome. Though. Yeah. You know? Nice. Well, they did say they were going to climb every mountain. Yeah. Right? So they so. had to move to Vermont. Do you think exactly. that she had to stick to that? And she became like an alpineer? She was yeah. like, I was the first nun to conquer Everest. Yeah. I did Edmund Hillary doesn't have shit on me. Yeah, exactly. They fucking hate her at base camp at Everest. She's always singing. You could have caused avalanche. Don't you hate when you don't have enough oxygen to fill your lungs to sing? You know, it just, yeah. it just sucks when that happens. Anyway. Well, now it's sad because Julie Andrews doesn't sing anymore. She doesn't sing like she hasn't sung for a long time because I think her she got in an accident or something, didn't oh, she? she? Oh, yeah, yeah. there's something wrong with her. I thought, yeah. I thought she had some kind of an illness. Like she had, uh, I don't know. Maybe she, like oh, nodes. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. It's too bad. Yeah. She's yeah. a beautiful singer. Yeah. yeah. But she, she came back. She was in um, Princess Diaries. You're right. Yeah. She was great in that. Right. Another seminal movie. Yeah. Another huge, huge. Well, actually, that's probably a, a pretty big it movie. It is a seminal movie. Yeah. 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 She's fantastic. Well, let's go around and talk about it if, if, if this is rewatchable. I think we know what, what you're going to say. I, you know what? I will keep watching this movie yeah. until my dying day. I love the movie. Nothing you two guys can say to me is well, going to wreck hope, the I movie I hope we haven't me. ruined it. We, we didn't you have ruin not it? ruined okay, it. You okay. tried to ruin it. Oh, <laughs> but it Rob, is not happening. Rob taking the flack for Rob. the general premise of our show. <laughs> I love The Sound of Music. I, I think it's fantastic. I... Even though there is a singing and dancing Nazi in it, yeah. I'll disregard that. It's got great music. It's a great children's movie. And really, all joking aside, I think it's a great opportunity to talk to kids about what happened in World War II. Yeah. You know, don't deny who the Nazis were, because if you don't talk (laughs) about history, what is it? You're bound to repeat it? You're going to have to probably fill in some parts other than the singing, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe there's got to be another one that's n- sort of not so traumatic, but you know, gives the real nitty gritty. The producers, I think that's, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah <no>. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about you, Blaine? Did you think it was rewatchable? Yeah, you know, I thought this movie was kind of silly, and I, I, you know, you su- suggested some movies, and I was like, "Sound of Music" is good because we can talk about parenting a little bit, and that'd be great. But I didn't, I, I wasn't looking forward to it really. <laughs> I had heard some Sorry. of the songs. No, no, that's totally fine. It's just not my type of movie. But then watching it, I was like, there's a lot of great scenes in this movie. I think Julie Andrews has some like really charming moments in the songs where she she acts around the songs and through the songs and in a really genuine way. She's a treasure. She's a treasure. She I is. thought the the cinematography in this movie was oh fantastic yeah, the cinematography too. is amazing because a, a lot of a lot of yeah. movies back then like, they didn't a lot really widescreen stuff happening. A lot oh, yeah. of like yeah. anamorphic widescreen. It's, yeah. it's Beautiful yeah. and, and it all looks so beautiful because of Vienna and yeah. Austria, yeah. like oh, the yeah. mountains, the plains, the and goat so, herds, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. and also like the like that ballroom with oh, so yeah. yeah. decorated. The Baroness's clothes, yeah, like yeah. it's it's unreal. Yeah, it's really yeah. lush and um, 
and yeah, I think a lot of movies at that age and day, they were like shot on studio in studios. They would do that for the like for musicals uh, would only be in studios. So I'm so glad it was like not that because it added so much to this movie. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to say it's rewatchable. I haven't seen it since I was a little kid, uh, but I'm I'm glad that I rewatched it. So thanks for suggesting it. You're welcome. That's great. (laughs) And what about you, Rob? Well, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I can't breathe. It's mountain air in here because you just sucked all the air out of the room. This movie is so long. Yeah, it is really long. I think it could it could stand to lose about an hour. Yeah, they could have edited it better. But, you know, I sort of understand that, like, it's sort of like these things are supposed to take time. They're sort of like a luxury to watch. But it was like it was long. And I like I sort of knew that they were that she and Kat and Von Trapp were going to get together. I sort of knew that the Nazis were going to march in. Mm. I sort of thought that they could get all of it (laughs) together like a little bit quicker. But I think on one sense, I sort of like appreciate the pace. It's sort of like it's very long. It's very long. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of it doesn't feel like that important. Though, like, the stuff with, like, the kids is, like, very charming and she's learning to love them and I don't know. And there's seven kids. So, it's a long time to introduce exactly. them Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to say it's rewatchable because I think it is. Grudgingly like, say it's rewatchable. <laughs> it's a classic. And, well, you know, also Robert Wise, the director, he's did lots of, like, movies that are too long and slow, like uh, Star Trek, the motion picture. Oh, his other, my other go. favorite of him. <laughs> Not as much singing. No. Less but, singing. The Klingon songs are pretty good, though. Yeah, the Klingon songs are pretty yeah. good. Really um, catchy. Yeah, so I think it's rewatchable and like it's very relevant because of all this Nazi stuff. Is is there anything we can beyond the Nazi stuff learn from this in terms of like parenting? Is there anything like you see Julie Andrews doing that you're like that's that's great A parenting or like never do that? That's awful. Uh, the only thing that I would say is that drapes don't make good clothes. <laughs> Okay, Shit. great. Well, I just made myself a jumper. <laughs> you know what? Just go go down to your local store or department store and buy your kids some, yeah, some just outfits. Yeah, just get some outfits. Really, the, the, like the cost-benefit analysis of cutting down drapes for seven children and making patterns. Drapes are expensive. They're yeah. expensive and it's yeah. a lot of work. Right. Right? I, I don't know. Yeah. And and yeah. what do, wait, do kids have play clothes anymore or does all their no. clothes are play clothes? all clothes are play clothes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least in my house. Yeah, they are. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you might have like, all Sunday clothes, clothes or like... Like, you There's know, no a good Sunday pair clothes. No, because <laughs> no. No, that used to be when everyone went to church on Sundays. Right, right. But yeah, you yeah. know, right. some of us are not yeah. as observant. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> brunch clothes. No. Brunch clothes. <laughs> brunch clothes. Sorry, get your kids in there <laughs> in their skinny jeans. <laughs> nope. <laughs> wow. Get their kids in their ironic t-shirts. Take them to brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Listen to Sam's podcast, Parenting Then and Now. It's mm-hmm. also on the E1 Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your last episode about? You can go and check out. The last episode, well, what's up there? I, I do something called a PTAN Retro Memory. So I have mm-hmm. these longer uh, episodes where I interview people. Cool. And then shorter ones every other week, which are about kind of cultural benchmarks and trends that happen. And they're only a few mm-hmm. minutes long. And the last one I talked about was Barbie. Oh. Yeah. Barbie is, bar- is Barbie As good or Barbie bad? doll. Um, I reserve judgment. I just talk okay. about the phenomena right. of Barbie. Oh, cool. loaded, okay. loaded topic, I'm it sure. It's a loaded talk- topic, yeah, yeah. but I don't take any perspective. I just talk about it as a cultural benchmark. Did you buy your kids Barbies? That's actually really interesting. My oldest daughter, yes, she had Barbie. Okay. And the younger one, who's a teenager now, no. Hmm. 
Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I yeah. evolved as I a think, woman. Yeah, I think like times... As <laughs> oh, like, a little bit of a stance. A little bit of a stance. Oh, yeah, a little bit of a stance. <laughs> I think there's, like a, there's definitely like a pendulum for that sort of yeah. thing. Like, yeah. you know, it swings back one way and then like Barbies become like, oh, no, Barbies. And then people are like, you know, maybe Barbies are okay. And, you know, Barbie has sort of made itself less... Well, they like, try to change abs- their image and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah less yeah. impossible or, you know, <laughs> yeah, like that person would like, die. body image standards, yeah. She would like teeter over because she's so top-heavy. I think yeah. they, if they said that if they they did a life size version of Barbie's proportions, yeah. Barbie would not be able to walk. Right. I just want a Maria doll. <laughs> okay, that's another show, and I. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for listening. Okay, thanks. thanks for listening. Um, you can, uh, you should subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Visit our sponsor, HelloFresh, and you should also visit our Patreon page. And if you'd like, donate one, three, or five dollars. It helps us out a lot. Yep. And also follow us on Twitter. And if there's a movie you would like to hear us cover, feel free to like email us a suggestion, rewatchability at gmail dot com, and we'll talk about it and ruin it for you. Yeah. <laughs> now we have a trip planned through for the mountains. Yeah. We're on a little trip. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.